If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Hi, I'm here today with Steve Hendricks from Harmonic Winds of Utah, longtime resident of Kaysville and supporter of Davis High. And we were just talking about that before we started. So I'm excited to talk more about that and continue that discussion. Um, let's start off with you. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Let's introduce your guests and let's talk about what you're doing. Okay, well, you've already basically started to introduce me. Um, I'm Steve Hendricks. I was the band director at Davis High School from 1990 to 2018 when I tried to retire, uh, but I failed. And now I am the director of bands at Weber State University. That is awesome. Um, had the uh, wonderful opportunity to teach probably well, thousands of students over a, over a 30-year career of uh, being a high school band director. Um, and among those students are two of the people who are with us today who just happen to now be board members uh, of the Harmonic Winds of Utah. Um, Scott Newman, who is, uh, I guess our title is president of the board of, of the board of the Harmonic Winds of Utah, and it was kind of his, his idea uh, to put this community group together. And then Mariah Cleverly, who, uh, what's your title? Public Relations. Public oh, Relations. I, yeah. I should know their titles, but I don't. <laughs> uh, Scott is a uh, euphonium player, and Mariah is a clarinet player. That is fantastic. I was thinking about, so when mm. I, we heard you speak, or play for the Patriotic Devotional in July, it was absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Was, you Thank guys you. were so good, so impressive. So I was really excited to be able to hear you in person. And the crowd loved you. And I'd like to hear more about how that started. So people, one of the things they really like about the podcast, I think, is just getting to know people's stories. So maybe do you want, want to just kind of start with your experiences as a musician? You kind of alluded to it. You've been a band director. And you're still a band Yes, I am. So, <laughs> what, what's what, how old were you when you first played your first instrument? Let's go back there. Well, I I started trombone halfway through sixth grade. Okay. So I've been playing trombone for a long time. I'm not going to tell you how many years that is. <laughs> um, and for me, um, it it was uh, coming out of high school. I just kind of felt this draw to possibly go into music education. I fought it. Um, I tried not to, but. Um, what did fighting it look like? Uh, it looked like me going into college as a pre-vet major. Oh, okay. Um, but there was a professor at Utah State University who'd walked by me in the hall, and I jokingly say he scared me into becoming a music educator because he, he had these eyes that would, like, bore holes in you, and he looked at you, and a shaky finger, and oh. and he looked at me <laughs> as he walked past me in the hall my freshman year with this shaky finger, and he'd say, you need to be in music education. Really? Yeah, and I often say it scared me so bad I changed my major. But what really happened was I bombed out as a pre-vet major. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it just wasn't. <laughs> it it wasn't yeah it wasn't it wasn't in the in the plan for me it wasn't what I was supposed to do so I uh, I uh, served a mission came home and found myself uh, in as a music ed major and after that it was easy 
um, the classes worked, just things, you know, fell into place. Um, and then I went on, like I said, to have a 30 year career as a high school music educator. I also, I should say, I also taught one year at Kaysville junior high school. Oh, you did. Yeah. So, uh, it was an interesting opportunity, but, uh, during COVID, so it was kind of crazy. Well, Davis um, High is so so popular and so well known. Yeah, well, for music, well, for many things, but especially the music yeah. program. And and Davis was yeah kind of my baby. Uh, interesting note, side note is that when I turned over that program, I gave it to my son-in-law. Mm-hmm. He's the band director there now, so um, I'm still pretty intimately connected with <laughs> with fantastic. the program and what's going on, and very very proud of the work that he's doing there and that carrying on the tradition. So. I love that that is such a such a ingrained thing for us here in Kaysville. Just that tradition of excellence. It is. That's what I love about Kaysville. I do too. All right. Okay, so I am Scott Newman. I was one of Steve's earlier uh, uh, students, I guess. I I um, graduated in 1996, and uh, like Steve said, I was a uh, played the euphonium. I was a little bit of a half-hearted. Um, player at the time. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed music, but uh, it seemed like there were other interests kind of taking my uh, direction elsewhere. And by the time I went to, went to college, I had more or less given up uh, playing in band. And uh, you know, I, I tried out to get a couple of scholarships, but didn't really didn't really pan out. So um, I just uh, said, well, that was a fun part of uh, high school and and junior high, and and now it's on to the next thing. So, I've been living here in Kaysville, more or less. Um, my wife, I met my wife uh, down in Sandy, and we lived there for a really short period. But then we moved back to to Kaysville in 2005, and we have oh. four children. So we live in West Kaysville. We live in the same yeah. <laughs> neighborhood, actually. Right. And, and um, and uh, you know, it got to a point where Steve was retiring, and it was about the same time where my oldest son was uh, uh, had signed up for band in, in junior high, and and so the interest had started peaking a little bit. And I heard about this reunion band that that uh, was being put together for Steve's retirement. Oh, and okay. uh, I, I always tell people it was just a joke that I thought I could just sign up and it would be funny, and and I would show up and. And um, but it turned out to for me to be a lot more than a joke because I just like like all this like depressed uh, feelings of wanting to to be in a band again mm-hmm. had kind of risen up to the the surface and we went and we rehearsed and it was such a blast it was. and it was, it uh, was really and good. and I thought to myself here here there was something like what a hundred about a hundred former to 100. Yeah. former all students, former students. Mm-hmm. and I it. thought here we have. Uh, these wonderful band programs for high schools, uh, not just in Kaysville at Davis, but Farmington um, and other areas where there's all these wonderful musicians that are being developed. And then the opportunities more or less just kind of fade out. A lot of people are like me, I think, that just kind of go on doing other things. And the talent's still there, the desire's Mm -hmm. still there, but they don't have the opportunity. And what I found that day is that I had uh, an opportunity that was there for a minute and then was gone. And I and I had, so I thought, you know, what if we did, a, you know, there's other areas in Utah that have community bands. Why don't we have one here in one of the biggest hotbeds for musical talent mm-hmm, for when sure. it comes to uh, playing in, in a band? Um, you know, Steve can tell you about all the things that Davis has done over the last 30 years and, and, and beyond. So, um, you know, the opportunity was there and I started thinking, let's, let's uh, put something together. So I contacted Steve and he wasn't, 
he wasn't at Weaver yet. Oh, okay. So he was, he was like, yeah, sure, let's, uh, let's, let's do, do this, right? And um, it took a lot of work, but we're now, we're, we're here now, so. How many years have you been doing this? But, and we want to make sure that we hear your story too, but. Yeah, so we, we just literally turned one. Well, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. last year was your first year, right? Yeah. So we're, we're, we're still very young and we're still finding our way to a degree. That's neat. But uh, I'll let Mariah tell about herself, but I will say. Uh, the response has been nothing short of, uh, I, I, let's incredible. just put it incredible. 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 Yeah, way, way beyond anything that I expected. Really? So, oh, yeah. okay. That's so neat, Mariah. I think everyone has that same opinion, too. <laughs> like, nobody expected our group to be what it's become so fast. And I can't wait to get in that, too. So um, I'll I'll be quick with mine that I um, I picked up my clarinet at age 12, and that was... I'll be honest about my age here. I've been playing for 20 years, <laughs> so um, almost 20 years. Um, I I will say I kind of had um, some rough spots as a child. So music for me was actually so much more than just music and getting to play my instrument. It was actually a um, it was a community I really needed. Um, and that started in junior high, which I went to Fairfield Junior High, and then I continued on to Davis with Mr. Hendricks. And That's so neat. I participated in the choir at Davis, too. Um, I had like five classes my senior year, uh, five music classes my senior year of high school alone. I um, was really big into it and ended up getting scholarships. I went up to Weaver State and got to travel up there and learn up there. And I love that uh, Steve is taking over up there and can't wait to see what that he does really with that neat. program. Um, but um, even though I went to school for music, um, I got lost along the way. And I'm I'm an accountant now. Oh, are you? Okay. I'm about to help take over for a retiring accountant. So I do, accountant, I do accounting all day. And then um, at the end of the day, I wanted my music back, of course, um, but as a hobby, not as a job. So when this opportunity came up, I was so excited to jump on that and help these guys out. And um, it has been nothing, nothing short of incredible, for sure. It is so neat to be able to create a, a, an environment where people still felt connected. You know, just an experience in high school is such a bonding thing. Like you said, it's just a life-saving, it can be. Yeah, When absolutely. we let it be this life-saving yeah. opportunity and giving us a place to belong and, and really to connect. So when you put it together, did you just, did you email people, call people what you just said, we're putting this together? And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was word of mouth, how did this happen? You know, 2023 has been a great year for us. 2022 was a year of discovery. Like oh, okay. we were like... Okay, it was just a, a few of us. In fact, Mariah hadn't even joined us yet. And, um, you know, in fact, I, I will leave names out. But one of our board members told me later, like, to be honest, I didn't think we were going to be able to do this. Really? Like, uh, because there was a, a, and this is part of the, the learning for my part. I knew it was going to be a lot of work to do this. But what I didn't take into account that we're a, we're a, an official 501c3 You're a nonprofit. Okay. And so we're basically trying to also run a, a nonprofit organization. And so to do that, I didn't realize we need accountants. We need uh, people that can, you know, manage publicity, that can build our social presence. And so at first we were just going out and posting on Facebook and, you know, at the Davis uh, alumni group. Mm -hmm. And to a certain extent at the beginning, we thought, hey, this will just be a great, like, Davis High community kind uh, of you thing. You know, kind okay. of uh, yeah, alumni. In fact, yeah, our initial... Uh, thought was just drawing from people like Scott said you know 
mostly Davis High alumni was what we thought we would we'd end up with, and um, we originally were calling ourselves the Kaysville Harmonic Winds. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we were getting the Phil Harmonic thing in there, um, and uh, then people started to come on board with us who weren't from Kaysville, and people, but it was still Davis County. We still wanted that connection to Kaysville City because that's you know for me that's home base and mm-hmm. for a lot of people and. Um, and we wanted to try to do a lot of our concerts and things at Davis High School. We wanted to rehearse in the band room at Davis High, which we discovered wasn't going to happen. Uh, oh, okay. Um, it was. It was just the challenge of of everything, putting it all together. And, um, but like Scott said, you know, when we first met, we had no idea what everything, all the hoops we had to jump through to make it happen, and things kept getting put off and put off and put off and put off and. Um, one little miracle after another took place. The right person came on the board. We, That's you neat. know, we uh, we got uh, we got someone who showed up and just said, "Hey, I've got a church that you can rehearse in." Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and we're like, "Oh, okay." And how much do you want to charge us? Oh, nothing. You can just use it. That's uh, fantastic. So a lot of little how things neat. happened that made it so that we could actually get off the ground and get going. It has taken the whole community for real to yeah, make yeah. this possible. It's been really amazing. I, I think it's it's incredible. So tell me a little bit about what you uh, I played the clarinet yes. in high school horribly. <laughs> and so, in fact, I'll just tell you before um, I was outside uh, around July where the band was practicing, you know, in the morning, and I saw the clarinet players and I thought, Wow, they sound so good because honestly, I would just blow noises through my clarinet. I don't, I don't think I ever really play the clarinet. And then I played the, the the keyboard for jazz band. But they're so good. The students are so good, and they're so talented. And so, as what I love about it is, it's former students, a lot of former students, but also former musicians, where you do perfect your craft, and then what do you do with it? You play at home by yourself, or maybe play in church or something once in a while. But it, it's neat to be able to to do that. So initially, it was to to bring the group together for a celebration, right, for your retirement. Yeah, that was that was the that kind was of thing. The I, initial after that concert, Scott and um, probably a handful of others were all kind of standing around talking to me, and they're like, "This was fun. Why don't yeah. we put together a community band and yeah. do this?" Yeah. And you know, but that was 2018, so it took us yeah five years five We're years to, <laughs> to, to see it actually move to fruition, and and you know, and then once it actually happened, mm-hmm. um, then word of mouth really kicked in. Um, Scott can probably speak more to this, okay? But. Yeah, because what what happened was, you know, like I said, last year we were trying to figure out where we're going to go with this. You know, we couldn't, you know, we where we thought we could rehearse, we couldn't rehearse. Um, you know, we were trying to figure out things from uh, getting, getting money, right? Because mm-hmm. part of the reason why we couldn't rehearse at Davis High or anywhere else was because we didn't have insurance and we didn't have right. uh, funds to pay rent for the, for the facility. So, um, you know, there were just little miracles, like Steve mentioned, you know, right when we're trying to figure out how do we start getting grants, uh, one of our other board members, Melissa Hansen, uh, volunteers and says, oh, by the way, I am also the president of this other nonprofit group that I, me and my husband run. And I'd be more than happy to to help be your oh, grant that's writer. That's so nice. Um, that same exact day, someone else mes- messaged me, Annie Purser, and said, "Hey, uh, I'm really interested in joining this band. And by the way, I also make T-shirts and and create websites, uh, which 
Here's, here's our, <laughs> I'm wearing our, our t-shirt perfect. today. So that, uh, the Annie created, and she also designed our, You're, our logo. Oh, so, that's so neat. um, you know, Jacob Albertson, if I, if it was for him, he was able to kind of do the, the under the hood things to get our website going because he's, he's, you know, really technically savvy. The back end. Yeah. Really and so, um, and he's been there since the very beginning. He was there at the, at the, um, reunion concert and he was one of the few that Steve was mentioning that said, I, I'll do this. Really? And others were saying, you know, maybe let me know how it goes. Yeah, right, right? Exactly. Sounds like a good idea. Let <laughs> yeah. me know when it's up and running. Yeah. Maybe I'll join. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, Laura came on and was willing to, to be our accountant. So just these, these people were coming at the right time. Um, and every time we'd hit a roadblock or we're about September last time, we, we thought, you know, we've told every, we had a party. We said, Hey, come on, we'll tell you all about this band. What they didn't know when they came to our party is we still didn't have a place to rehearse. Oh, to rehearse, okay. And it was within a week where, you know, I'm having conversations with people like, maybe we just hit the pause button and, and come back later. But um, but uh, it was at that time where the, uh, the the bridge community in Centerville came up to us and said, we'll, we will let you, oh, uh, so you practice here. So, um, and it's been fantastic <laughs> to, to do that. To just... Um, Reconnecting. Yeah, it's so, so. I, what I loved about playing in a band in high school is you've, I just love the feeling of belonging. You know, mm -hmm. you're part of something that's so beautiful. Yeah. And it's it's really neat. In yeah. terms of, okay, now you're a registered nonprofit. <laughs> mm -hmm. What are your, what are your plans with that? So, um, I'll jump out and say Scott put together our whole 2024 um, kind of agenda for us, but the primary focus of our group is to give musicians an opportunity to play okay. and to bring more uh, live performances by Good. our community to all the families in the area. Um, and our, our group, we're made up of um, people who haven't played for 40 years and are now retired and need something to do with their time mm -hmm. and people that are straight up professional musicians. And so with such a diverse group, um, we, we we accomplished so much in the first year, so much more than we thought we were going to in the first year. We already have four concerts under our belts. Really? Um, and two more coming up this year. So our primary goals moving forward for... Um, 2024 starting to to get percussion equipment and um, get our own music library set up and um, have the funds for rehearsal spaces and so to this point it's been people bring their their stand and their instruments and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay and that's uh you know introduces some challenges too right, right? Exactly. Yeah, and for, you know for the most part that's fine but when you hit in, when you get into the percussion realm <laughs> right um, that's you know percussionists aren't going to come walking in with a marimba <laughs> and, right. and you know some of them actually do own one at their homes but, do they th but they're not going to bring them mm -hmm. you know Every to rehearsals. so and and where we do most of our rehearsals we don't have access to percussion equipment so you know, thank heaven the band director is now the band director at Weber State, and we can book the band room up there. <laughs> right, that for, is really for when nice. I need it. We've, and, and that that's helped us, you know, that the connection to Davis High and Weber State, you know, to have access to music libraries has really helped a lot. But like Mariah said, we're trying to, we, we need to build um, our own library of music. We'd like to eventually get our percussion equipment so that... Um, that we own it. Mm -hmm. um, these are all goals. Have you guys heard of the um, the the Keysville Ramp program? Mm 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. We actually yeah, we got, do apply. We're on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. We got funding for it? Okay, okay, good. We were recipients for this year. So. Okay, great. I haven't seen <laughs> the say. big list. I just knew of a couple that had asked me specifically, so I wasn't sure we, if you we, guys were... We may not have asked for enough. But oh, we, okay. But you <laughs> do get <laughs> You can always reapply. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We're, we're definitely we're planning to be back on board okay, next good. year. And after we... Uh, and I, I'll be straight up and say that the assistant director, Arian Steven, Arian Bredauer, I go by her maiden name too often, Arian Bredauer... Um, um, uh, was wonderful to step in. She actually conducted the patriotic devotional because I was driving oh. driving home from a wedding in Washington that day. Oh, okay, um, I remember. But uh, um, uh, I wasn't there. But I understand it was such a, a hit that uh, now it's like we're on the dock. <laughs> I was going to say we, you're kind of, we kind of expect you to show up every year. So that, that's which, awesome. Which is interesting. That. That's kind of a full circle thing for me because. Um, in 1996, I don't know why I remember the year, um, I got a phone call from somebody saying, hey, uh, we're putting together a community choir, Oh, and uh, we are going to be the choir that sings for the Patriotic Devotional every year, but we'd like to do other concerts, and asked if I would be willing to be the director of that group. That's neat. So way back when, for five years, I was the initial inaugural director of the, of the uh, Davis Master Crawl. Oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, I didn't so know I that. conducted I conducted that choir for five, six years at the Patriotic Devotional. So it'll be fun to kind of make this full circle and come back and do it again. Well, and what's neat about it is it's you've been here and you're still here mm-hmm. and you're still doing it. That's that's really yeah. neat. That's one of the things that I just love about our city. I don't I don't see me ever not waving my arms. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> just, it just I, comes naturally to you, I right? I just can't, I can't see a point where I would ever stop doing that. I just, um. Did you grow up in a musical family? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, my, uh, I, I often say we grew up around the piano. That's um, neat. Mom was a wonderful pianist. My dad has a great singing voice or did. He's, he's 90 now. He doesn't sing so great anymore. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, all seven of the children um, played a musical instrument. I have a sister who's uh, the current president of the of the American String Teachers Association. Oh, really? Yeah, and she's a professor at Boston University, and that's she's neat. the one that we consider the talented one in the family. That's really uh, neat. But <laughs> all of my you, other siblings huh? <laughs> either played a string or a wind instrument. Really? And so, so you grew up with it, and now you've been able to create vision and opportunities for thousands yeah. probably of students yeah easily and it's easily been thousands. Yeah, it's been so fun um with this group um watching you know seeing that mariah's kind of alluded to this but having somebody come in um who hasn't touched a clarinet for 40 years and coming in and learning how to, and, and getting back at it and sitting right next to someone who um, either played clarinet all through college or, or you know, was doing a lot of playing, you know, or teaching lessons even, sitting right next to that person. Um, and uh, my challenge is, how do I program music for this, you know, diverse, mm-hmm. le- the diverse musical levels of these people? But um, it, it's, it's such a treat to see um, these people come and... and um, 
you were at our first rehearsal, Mariah, weren't you? I was not, actually. Okay. I joined like a month You know, in. it was it, after our first rehearsal. I said, okay, that's a wrap. And we ended. And everybody in the room just applauded. Really? And they weren't, they oh, weren't no. clapping for me. They were clapping that we did it. That's you know, nice. like, <laughs> like, so like, Here we are. We, we just had a rehearsal. And not only that, but immediately I... I, I well, not immediately, but within about five minutes, the the tone of the ensemble was the point where I'm like, this is going to be a good group. Really? I mean, I knew within five minutes that we were, that it was going to, that the band was going to sound fantastic, that, um, and that we were going to be able to do some great literature and, and, and really do some wonderful things. The challenge we're dealing with now is that we're overwhelmed with people who want to play. I wondered how that's going now, because at first it was... Probably you'd take everybody. Yeah. Well, at first yeah. it was like, are we going to have sure. a band? Right. You yeah. know, are, are people signing up? And we're looking at who's signing up. We're looking at the instrumentation. It's like, oh, shoot, look, look, we've got 17 flute players now. And we only <laughs> have, what are we going to do? We only have five clarinets. What mm -hmm. are we going to do? And um, and now we're to a, a point where we're looking at certain sections and saying we're going to have to put people on a wait list. Really? To even come in and play. and Because we barely fit on a stage. We were pushing stuff around. Right, you, you really did. And, and, you know, at first what we thought might be a, mostly my, my, my former students, you know, 30 years of students should give us a pretty good band, mm -hmm. um, has turned into, I would say... Maybe 50% of the band is Davis High grads. Really? It's Yeah, we started a survey, and so far it seems like um, it's actually less than that. Really? It's mm -hmm. far less So than people that. are just hearing but, about this great opportunity, yeah, and they want to be a part of it. This is mean, but I, I'll say it. We're, we've been stealing people from other community bands. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're starting to post their openings, really? which is a little hard, you know. Oh. I want to see all the music groups in our state full. Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, but this group, just to put into perspective, we have 90 to 100 people participating right that. now. That's we a lot have of musicians. over 150 people that have expressed interest. Yeah. So I've, I've got a 185 on my wait on my uh, email list. Really? Out. Yeah. And we do have a wait list now, and that's important to point out for anyone listening because unless you're low brass, yeah. Tuba players or bassoon players yeah. or bass clarinet, we can we'll, we'll, figure we'll generally it. always. Well, and it. how have you handled it with? Okay, so especially your first maybe practice, was it was it rough or did they just? I mean, people maybe hadn't picked up an instrument in 30 years, so, or, or you could, I mean, you said that there's potential for sure and you're excited, yeah. but did it sound pretty good? Well, yeah, um, I have a, uh, you know, I, I, I do a lot of clinicking and, mm -hmm. and, um, and so I have a pretty standard setup for what I do the first time I have a group in front of me and um, it's all about developing a sound. It's all okay. about, you know, the tone that I'm looking for and I'm going to achieve that and sometimes it takes the whole rehearsal and sometimes it happens fairly quickly and um, when you get a group like this where a bunch of adults come in you're always going to have uh, uh, the ones who just want to just kind of sit there and play and don't want to be noticed and then you're going to have the ones who are going to say well look how good I am mm -hmm. you know and so you have to you have to rein in some people and get some people to play and and you teach everybody to listen and make it work um, and like I said it took about five minutes and you knew. And, and I got it five minutes in, and w if the tone is there and the pitch is there, I know I can do anything else. Okay. I, I, I mean, I, everything else is, 
piece of cake. You can work with it. That's the challenge. Oh, okay. And if you can make, if you can get that sound um, and get that that unique, you know, what you're looking for, um, you can make it go. It took five minutes. That's and, incredible. And, and, I, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be a really good band. And we started into a piece of music at that rehearsal, and I just, it just kept, I'm like nodding my head, and I'm going, okay, this, <laughs> is, this is going to be fun. And I'm looking out at these, these people, you know, the, that first rehearsal, there was a higher uh, percentage of Davis High grad students uh -huh. that I knew. But then they all went home and started telling people, and then they told people, and they told people, and... You know, and the next week people were coming and, hey, I brought this person and, hey, I brought this person and, hey, I so brought neat. this person. And and then, um, you know, I'm sure you guys happened to me a lot. I'd be around and people say, hey, I hear you've got a new community band. I'm like, yeah, come on, join us. And, yeah. Yeah. and it just kept like became rolling snowball. Oh, so. It's, it's, so, <laughs> it's so exciting. It's just it's neat to see a group of people who are older who are able to come back together and just have a great opportunity to be together and make music together. But as you mentioned, you might have someone who hadn't picked up an instrument in 30 years as a professional musician. So now that you're growing, it's been a year, are you going to have more of a, I don't know, audition a, an audition process. kind of process? Yeah, are you going to be more picky or do you like the mix of... I don't think we've... we've I, you just you just kind of open the can of worms that I think we've <laughs> been avoiding. <laughs> That's okay. You're forgiven. You're forgiven. I mean, because uh, we want to be as inclusive as we possibly can. We want anybody who wants an opportunity um, to to come and play. Um, I'm thinking, you know, I've seen um, two uh, two band well uh, arian's dad she's uh, she's on our board arian bredauer um and like said she was the one who actually conducted at the patriotic devotional um she went home talking up to her dad and and he showed up with his clarinet and came up to me after and i don't know how many years have been since he touched his clarinet really? he's a great musician i sang with him in the tabernacle choir and oh I knew him. really okay yeah but um uh, I wasn't at that the patriotic devotional, but I did hear somebody say that he was talking about what a. You know, Go ahead. Yeah, well, yeah, it was to me. He was because oh, okay. I was just mentioning. I was like, hey, it's got to be pretty neat playing here, uh, you know, on this band with your with your daughter. And he's like, oh, you can't even believe it. Like, really? That's I so never neat. in my life thought I'd be sitting here on the stage and being directed by my own daughter playing. So. Yeah, seeing people's heart. families get excited about it is That's one of the neat. best yeah. things. Yeah. So we get greeted after every concert, and they'll, you know, their people's families will pull us aside and and say, "You don't know how happy this this has made this person." Oh gosh, or, that's awesome. Or I wish I could be up there with you guys. This is so neat and amazing. And yeah, I, after our after our first concert at Davis High back in February, um, one of our bassoon players' dads. Who was a band, you know, I knew him as a band dad mm -hmm. years and years ago. Um, he walked up and he said, do you think this old man could come and play trumpet with you guys? He says, <laughs> I wouldn't want to play anything but third trumpet, but maybe you think I could come. And I said, sure, come on, play. Oh, that's so Long time neat. Kaysville resident. Um, and he, he was there. You know, every rehearsal and played on the next concert. And, and, he's, and, and you, you just see these, you know, I get to see this. These guys don't get to see it, but I'm up there working the group and mm -hmm. I get to see just the faces that are just lit. Mm -hmm. You know, the eyes are shining and, and the faces okay. are lit up. And, and we do something in a rehearsal that's just absolutely fantastic. And, and you can tell everybody knows it and they're feeling it. And, um, so neat. Yeah. Music is, music is wonderful. 
Um, and the thing that I love about music, and you're a politician, so I'm going to say this to you. <laughs> the thing that I love about music and the thing I love about, about the band especially is if you take a clarinet and you take an oboe and you take a baritone and, and you listen to them play individually, you go, these things don't even sound remotely alike. Mm-hmm. How can you put them together in an ensemble and make this glorious sound? And what we just need to understand in society, and, and groups like this can help us understand that, is that it's our diversity that makes us wonderful. And, and why do we have to be so divided? Oh, you said that beautifully. <laughs> you really did. You know, you, you can see it on stage. You see these instruments that sound so dramatically different from each other, yet when put together, they make incredible music. And I just, I just wish we could all learn that. I, I wish we could too, and I'm really <laughs> glad that you said it so well because you're right. It's, it's really it's been fun for me to watch your faces as you're talking about this because, for example, for you, you retired from Davis High mm-hmm. after a wonderful, successful career, and you do have another job. It sounds like you've come out of retirement. Yeah. But what is this? What is this? Done for you as someone who maybe was looking at okay, well, my career was great, and now I'm done, and. Well, it was going to be the thing I could do after retirement. Okay. Um, but what it's turned into for me is a family affair. Um, my my son-in-law, Mike, uh, and is in the percussion section. Uh, I don't think he played the... Did, no, did, oh, actually, he played he, clarinet. Wait a minute, he played clarinet he, he on the was, last concert. He was yeah. at the devotional, uh, My too. daughter, his wife, my daughter, Tara, um, is playing clarinet. My, my wife... Tammy, who's the one we keep talking about, now we'll just let let the cat out of the bag, um, <laughs> hadn't played clarinet since she graduated from high school. Okay, sounds and like me. We, she pulled out this old Bundy clarinet and came and started playing, and we got through uh, the first concert, and she looked at me, she goes, I think I need a new clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we bought her a new clarinet, and then she proceeded to hand that old Bundy clarinet to my daughter Natalie and said, here, you have to come now, too. Oh, and I she have to comment on that. Okay. That and she I hadn't shown up since high school either. Oh, really? Yeah. You went to school with his daughter? I went to school with Natalie oh, and okay. Becca. Yeah, my but, daughter Becca's playing oboe. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. But Natalie in high school, she was like, I'm never playing this clarinet again. I did it for my dad. I'm not doing it again. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so when she came to rehearsal, I was like, ah, oh, I wondered if I'd see you here. I knew they'd get you. <laughs> that, that's a great story. So, awesome. so it's been, you know, it's been awesome. My, my mother-in-law just thinks it's the coolest thing ever. So she drives down from Logan, or she gets my niece to bring her down, actually. That's um, neat. She won't miss a concert, and, and she just thinks it's just the coolest thing to to see all of us up there on stage together. It's it's So for that, it's been it's been really fun for That's us really as neat. a family. That's really neat. Something that maybe you really hadn't imagined. Yeah. All of the you only, the only one not playing is my son, and he lives in Washington. So. Oh, so he's, he's got, got an excuse. excuse. Yeah, he's got an excuse. <laughs> for now. Yeah, for now. For now. How about you, Scott? So, um... My son was able to play with us too. He's still in high school. We kind of said at the beginning, like this is for like adults, but mm-hmm. you know, we, we mentioned earlier, like we'll take any little brass, and we were short on tubas. And, oh, okay. And one day, uh, Ethan, you know, this is how kids these days communicate. You know, we're in the same house, but Ethan texted me, and he says, uh, you know, even though he's upstairs and I'm downstairs, <laughs> says I'd like to play in the in the band. And um, that is great. And it just kind of so happened that the seating chart kind of arranged itself, so I ended up sitting next to him as really? well. So. Um, not not something I had imagined, and and again, that's that family affair that I thought maybe you know when my kids are older they'll be able to come and join me <laughs> in that's this really in this neat. band. So 
That that's um, incredible, and probably a newfound respect for you as a father slash musician. I mean, when our kids realize we have other talents, we're like, "Wow, I thought you were just my dad or my mom." Yeah. Or you know, that's yeah. neat. But uh, yeah, I I, uh, I think going back just a minute, talking about this is something that you would that you would kind of take away if you were to ever come into our band and say, let's go ahead and start doing auditions. You know, let's, okay. make, let's make this a, a band. You right. know, that we want the, you know, we've got too many people. We need this to be up here in quality. You know, quality is great. And having mm-hmm. the musicians that can, can play the music at a high level is fantastic, but it would take away the element that we've been talking about for the last right. 10 minutes. You know, being that able magic. to, the acceptance, mm-hmm. the finding a place, um, you know, finding the community, right? That you right. know of of your peers and your your friends. Uh, in our survey, we talked about, you know, we had sent out the survey to members, and something like ninety five percent of our of our membership has found new friends by joining. This See, band, I so. love that. That's so neat. We yeah. want it to be one hundred. We are working on it together. But it is it is really amazing because we're all such different types of people. Mm-hmm. The people attend different churches or have different political parties mm-hmm. or, um, like I don't have any family that plays in the band, but I've made several friends that's and really seen neat. old ones. So that's a yeah. good point. It's really neat. It's just it brings the community together and and bridges bridges generations. Yeah, which is a really hard thing. We've to got do. we've got one sweet older lady in the flute section. She loves to come up and talk to me. Um, she picked up the flute when she was probably in her sixties or seventies. Really? Yeah, and she's That's been impressive. taking private lessons. And the band was her first opportunity to actually play flute in a band. Really? Ever. That is in, that's incredible. And yeah, she, our first concert was her first concert. Really? That's so neat. She loves to come up and tell me all the time, you know, this band is my first. You know, oh, she said and so she'll neat. tell me about her accomplishments at playing in Flute Federation for her age really? group. And yeah, and she's just a sweetheart. <laughs> they put yeah. her age group. <laughs> that's awesome. Those are the things that when we talk about, hey, well let's let's create this community band. Those uh-huh. are the things that I just never in my life imagined or couldn't couldn't foresee like because i remember getting that email from from the person we're talking about you know she sent me a picture from the concert you know shortly after it happened and it said my first concert and that's neat uh, you know it kind of clicked like oh my gosh we're i just given this person an opportunity that in probably beforehand she never thought she would have right. so, <laughs> so well tell us about some of the, the concerts that you have planned and some of the things that you've done so that people can really understand what kind of your breadth and Sure. Do you want to do you want to talk about sure. that? Sure. Sure. So, um, I so c- our next coming up concert is going to be. Um, it's not our full band. It's actually going to be a big band jazz group. Okay. And we're going to be doing a little um, swing event, kind yeah. of. Yeah. We're actually <laughs> going to. You've heard of. I'm sure. Hopefully, you've heard of Moonlight Serenade. Yes, of course. I've been. Okay. I've attended many All of right. those. Right. So, uh, so we have. Uh, beautiful the beautiful yeah, dinner so we're gonna put together a big band and we're gonna um play the music that that i always did at davis high good um and I, i'm cutting off mariah but uh we're gonna do it at the farmington from the new farmington arts Center. oh really oh yeah. good okay um and uh to so the band and then we're that's the one event we're actually going to charge admission for good we're going to use it to kind of help get the funds we need to offset the because we want to make all of our concerts free, 
but we have to pay rental on the um, Will that be during Valentine's? No, we're actually going to do that. We're going to do that on October 27th. Oh, okay, October this year. 27th, yeah. Okay. So uh, we're doing it as a Halloween thing. Oh, a costume um, party. Oh, really? And, yeah. Oh, that's and, uh, It'll be ticketed, and it will have a dance floor so people can I'm dance. excited about that. I was telling my husband, I would love to have somewhere to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. somewhere to get dressed I'm, I'm up, somewhere to that, do something. I'm picturing that scene from... Uh, from uh, Oh, shoot, the Bette Midler movie. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, oh, thank Hocus you. Hocus. Where mom and dad and all the people go yeah, out to, you know. Yeah. I don't know what they're thinking their kids are doing on Halloween night, but, but anyway. Having, but but just, you know, just an opportunity to go to a, go to a dance, uh, have a, a big band play, do some stuff. Dress so. up. Oh, I love yeah. that. Um, I'll keep going. Uh, <laughs> the next, uh, and then the, the next concert of the full ensemble is going to be a Christmas concert. Uh, everybody wanted to do a Christmas concert, so fantastic. Um, the tentative date is December seventh, and we have requests in to Davis District right now to hopefully hold that at Davis High. Oh, good! It hasn't been turned down yet, so that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> that is a if, good thing. If that fails, we'll most likely end up up at Weaver State. Okay. Um, so we've got a backup plan, but it's looking to be December seventh. Perfect. Um, and again, we hope to make that a free of charge event um and play some really great christmas music and i am so glad you're doing this you know you watch the hallmark <laughs> movies and it's always about mm-hmm. you know a band or a play or something like bringing the community together and it's <laughs> it's it's lovely it's lovely to have reasons to really get together that aren't political mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or or commercial or something <laughs> so well we love i will say straight up you know one of the things i've loved about kaysville um for the many years that i've been here um, I've always felt like, you know, Kaysville knows how to, how to do it right with things mm-hmm. like the 4th of July events and, I agree. you know, and, and the band at Davis was always such an integral part of the Kaysville 4th of July stuff. Um, and like you said, you know, um, to have now me have the opportunity to be connected to Kaysville through the patriotic devotional, you know, that's why I will say straight up Davis High is always kind of like our first, our first auditorium of, of mm-hmm. choice if we can for sure if we can get it just simply because um, we love the community support we love uh, what happens here and you know we're on the ramp program now here too right right you know, well and you're just long-term residents and long-time residents and just supporters and you've done so much good for the community so thank you is there anything thank else you'd you. like to tell us about where to find you like where to find these tickets yeah so um we are on social media okay. but the quickest way to find out our rehearsal dates or how to donate or anything like that is just on our website which is harmoniclinsofutah.org okay um and on there you can donate or you can reach out to us to become a sponsor reach out to us if you want to play with us um and all of our upcoming performances would be there too oh good we okay. even actually have um, what we call our yearbook that Scott here has put together for us. Um, it's a digital file where you can actually go and learn a little bit about every member in our band and what we've been up to. That's brilliant. It's amazing. That's awesome. So if anybody wants to um, look us up, that's where you'd it's, find it. It's a hoot to look at read through the bios. I, I, I bet it is. Well, thank you for being here. I'm so excited that I've been able to listen to you and can sing your praises. And I'd love to go to that concert at yeah the Midnight serenade type yeah we'll make sure you've got a ticket well i'm happy to buy one i want to support you (laughs) and and do everything that we can to help you guys grow thank Thank you you so much we'll we'll be advertising that 
probably pretty soon. Yeah. Here in the next yeah. week so. or two. That sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We like to dress up for Halloween now. We'll have somewhere to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll be good. It's my favorite. Well, thank you so much. Thank you thank so you much. For thank you for having us. To all my podcast listeners, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests. And most importantly, subscribe. Thank you.